Hello and welcome back to Black Oak Hot Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for a, another episode of Clickbait. This is episode six in the mini series, The Brother, written by Bradford Winters, directed by Ben Young. I get this episode a 9.6 out of 10. I don't know why I feel like all the excitement is out of my voice. <laughs> Is it just me? Am I listening? I'm very excited that it's Friday. I am very excited that I have next week off on paid vacation. So I'm in my happy place. But I'm also just kind of. Please excuse the uh, <laughs> the slightly uh, monotone cadence, but really good episode. We finally got some answers, which I have been looking forward to, and then we have a twist at the end. And uh, I thought this was this was pretty good. This is probably my favorite episode out of the the last two. While the last one wasn't bad, I really wasn't too much a fan of the previous one. And I'm glad I don't have to see Emma Beasley again. And the fact that she, what came out this episode, what does that mean about Emma Beasley? And I have a feeling that she had a straight online relationship with someone. And the whole entire time, like I thought it was really weird how they introduced nick and her in bed i don't know what about it was off and then after this episode i'm like yeah that makes total sense that she was in fact basically manifesting their interactions in her brain which makes her even more pathetic i know i'm supposed to feel sorry for those people but come on seriously come on at some point you're allowing yourself stop playing stop giving everyone who's fucked over the victim card sometimes you're not using your good or best judgment that just own it that's how things don't continue to happen instead of making it seem as if oh you got played and that was on you or on the other person it's like no it's on you for allowing yourself to to invest in a fantasy it's like these um these instagram messages do you guys get these they love to target single women where it's like oh i'm the pr media person first it was the actual celebrity which that's you can't do that you can't impersonate a celebrity but apparently you can Fool the Instagram rules by impersonating now a PR person for a celebrity. It's the same thing, though. They try to get you to uh, jump into Google Hangouts, you know, because they just really want to have a conversation with you. And then people get pulled into that shit. And it's like, come on, if it sounds too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Um, 
And if a guy wants to leave his life for you, he'll just do it. He doesn't need to put all his ducks in a row to do so. He loves you enough that you guys should, you know, rock that out together. He ain't sparing you shit. He's lying. It is beyond, uh, what's the word? Documented at this point in time, this type of behavior. So don't fall for the sauce. That is my, my soapbox for today. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. So let's finally get into this episode. Simon works for Clonus as an internet moderator flagging inappropriate shit is my guess, which is why he is paranoid about his sister Sarah dating this guy she met online and decides the big brother thing <laughs> to do a spy on her via computer cam. This, this, this is not okay. But it turns out he has a very valid reason in his mind or a constant anxiety around his sister but also if that was my job i too would be like oh no let me check this shit on out he sends her a text for a visit and pretends to not know there is a man in her life before she admits there's a man in her life named jeremy and then he is dancing with her Currently, his friend Daryl asks how the media got the messages on Sarah's phone, and he admits they broke in. He's like, is that illegal? Should we go to the fucking cops when we are doing illegal shit, dumbass? He tells him to cut loose when Rashawn shows up, but instead ends up being questioned. I thought this entire interrogation, Rashawn has to know that he's lying, right? Because he totally is not a good liar he claims to not be close with his sister not knowing she was dating nick brewer makes up an alibi sucking in his friend daryl well apparently they were in it together so i thought his friend was just looking out for him saying that they vacationed last week by going fishing but it really has no additional detail Rashawn has to offer condolences and ignores a call from Pia. He gets a little choked up, which is so odd if you were not close with your sister. Like everything, like I could just talk to anyone around here and I'm sure they'll be able to give more information to completely counteract that whole statement you just gave me. Simon texts Daryl telling him to stay off the fucking radar. Another flashback reveals that Sarah was already mentally unstable. Uh, she is tore up over Jeremy, no longer contacting her. She's off her medication. She tells her brother to stop trying to save her and paying for everything. She seems very depressed with her brother doing all he can to alleviate a pain that he can't cure. She's like, why am I not normal why am i so unhappy she even puts that in the journal but he completely ignores all of the other parts where it says i'm just so unhappy it's easy to connect it to another person but it's just a part of an ongoing issue with sarah in general 
Pia calls Rashawn, who admits to being in Sacramento and distressed about who her brother is being painted to be. She then asks after she sees a box of the photos with Nick in them, who took them down. Matt owns up to it at Sophie's request. She's like, who the fuck even asked you to come over here? (laughs) Sophie's like, they're my friends. Um... You can tell that this definitely distresses Sophie. The boys are getting texts from reporters, which is beyond crossing the line for interviews. Pia gets all defensive, but the younger brother's like, come on, bruh. It's not like you didn't watch the same interview we did. The evidence is mounting. Sophie asks for those phones. That little boy really said no. I'll put a whooping on their ass so fast, boy. He very quickly regained his sanity and gave that phone up. He had joined Sophie. Ethan didn't even try it. He was like, yeah, that was real stupid, dude. Pia joined Sophie in the spare bedroom where she has been sleeping. Despite Pia still having doubts, I appreciated the fact that she can't fault Sophie for believing what is being presented in the conflict on top of two boys to navigate through emotionally as well she wonders if nick loved her as much as the boys and pia assures her that he did simon and daryl go over their alibi dismissing dismissing yeah running for mexico to live on tacos because that life ain't it especially since daryl lives with his fucking mother when Daryl says he can turn him in, he shows another side to his persona, choking his friend out and telling him to stick to the story. Four months ago in the hallway, while smoking weed with Daryl, who thinks the world is flat, gets a call from Sarah, apologizing, then hanging up. When he gets to his apartment, she has killed herself and his pain was real. I love the music in this episode. Um, it really just added an edge to the story that was being told. And then, you know, over his mounting emotions, the actor that played Simon was really strong. I think that's what really um, lacked the last two episodes was uh, a strong <laughs> vocal part of casting. He, of course, goes through her phone and sees the text messages of, quote-unquote, Jeremy egging her to kill herself. And that face definitely said revenge. Pia is on her way to Sacramento and is already stalking Simon's Facebook as well as Daryl's. She gets a call from Sophie who updates her on a possible ID for the man that tried to run Emma Beasley off the road. DeLuca wants her to come in and see if she recognizes the guy. She apologizes for that morning, but Pia tells her she doesn't need to and understands. Rashawn gets to his hotel to find Pia there with beer. He doesn't drink. They share the same suspicions about Simon. Then they get a little hot and steamy. Why are they making me watch this? I could care less. But he doesn't want to compromise his career by getting involved. And that is at least his his better brain talking. Simon packs 
after Daryl leaves, Simmer calls three months ago, going through his sister's diary and seeing Jeremy. They decide to find out who is the man behind the username that spits rhetoric of hating his wife. That's um that was triggering for me. Because clearly whoever is impersonating Nick here hates his wife. So jealous? But plan to take Sarah to women's volley a uh, women's volleyball game, which sounds like the most <laughs> unromantic. It was it's as if they were leaving clues for this to be found. It's almost like setting up a setup. Shit's like triple layered. They find Nick's real life and enact a plan of revenge, something that is not quick. They want him to suffer. And we see it was these two that kidnapped him from his bike into the van by dosing him up with something. Damn, when they stabbed him in the needle, I was like, ah, even I felt that. On the verge of dipping town, he left right in the morning and the police are there to greet him. Roshan and another officer, they're like, yeah, we need you to come down to the statement. Give a form, uh, station, give a formal statement. He begs to drive his own vehicle so that he can go to work afterwards, which they allow. But then he quickly makes his escape. Pia wakes up late and her nosy ass <laughs> arrives at Clonus calls Rashawn to let him know she's a detective now and spots Daryl leaving him in a panic. He spots her and tries to kidnap her but when someone recognizes Daryl she swipes him in the face with her keys and yells he has a gun before he gets ran over by a car. And you fail. This really was Tweedledee and Tweedledum committing a crime. He all on the ground handicapped I'm a bitch, I'm gonna kill you. This is not, no, you're not helping your case at all. The longest chase ever ensues until Simon is eventually arrested. We then go to 11 days ago. They are the ones that tied Nick up, made him write the signs in the van they were shown that were shown in the media. He is beaten despite claiming himself to be innocent like he beat him in the face hard they intend to kill him and nick wants to know what proof they have daryl says he can see it as like a last meal type of thing but nick only concludes that the profile is fake and spots evidence to support him currently he is being her simon anyway is being drug into custody with roshan waiting to hear the story However, he waived his right to speak and only wants his lawyer. In another flashback, Nick is trying to figure out what he can say to get through to Simon and ultimately reveals his father killed himself and that he and Pia found him and it fucked him up. Explains a lot and should have been in like episode one, if not two, because that really puts a lot more context on Pia and even on uh, him as a character as well so I don't know why they waited more than halfway through the season to reveal that needless to say that Nick understands what Simon is going through right now 
he knows simon blames himself and it's not his fault and is able to point out you know like you're not a killer i know that you want to blame me but it i think i'm being set up dude and uh let me just attempt to prove it and he's able to point out inconsistencies in the photo he supposedly took with sarah daryl on meth is amped while simon leaves the van conflicted uh nick spots a uh, box cutter pia waits in an office for rashawn after her ordeal waiting for the confession she even called sophie with the facts lining up which should be comforting that they they got the right people but it only reinforces that her husband did something like this and thus when she ends the call and pia can't say anything in the silence she breaks her laptop with the story about sarah breaking in the news now they have daryl and simon and daryl is talking a whole lot more since his handwriting matches the third sign simon says i'll only talk to the sister sophia is brought in she tells him look i understand you thought you were being a hero you were avenging your sister but she's gone and now her brother is gone and all the things only they shared you are alone with so she asks what did he do flashback once again nick grabbed the box cutter kicked daryl in the face which was great (laughs) and despite having the gun simon is unable to lift his hand and pull the trigger however he does give chase after letting him go and get a head start however simon knows that he was right he tells him as much and that he you know was framed nick tells him he only ever told one person of sophie's affair and will make them pay for what they did to his sister and to him he admits to letting nick go and that he got the wrong guy which this devastates pia because of course as much as you don't want to believe it you can't help but believe you know his actions put everything in motion however and thus that's uh even more tragic about his death because whatever this started it it put the spotlight on whoever was and they clearly killed nick he is further conflicted um while roshan thinks maybe he's lying but she's like come on the evidence um or why would he lie about that he clearly um he clearly is guilty of a lot and then just his face when he goes in his cell and he just lays down on the ground his whole entire world is gone just uh just a lot of feels in this episode and then we end with whoever the fuck al is he keeps texting ethan saying they think they found the person that did it good ethan says thanks for being there for me He's like, no problem. I'm good at keeping secrets. So we know it's someone close to the family. 
who I mean he didn't even confide in his best friend which he admits is his sister about the affair even though he was about to so who would he have who would he have maybe it's Matt possibly but why would Matt hate Sophie that to me points to a woman but what woman there was that 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 girl but I don't mm, she doesn't seem relevant to the story but hey it's two episodes left but uh tell me what you think blackoutcouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic